they're back. The show with the pressure and frosty. This is my Hello and welcome back. We are the show with the pressure and Frosty. We're back for another podcast. It's been it's been a long while. I can't even think about it. Maybe how long. even a year. Maybe that long. Maybe twelve months. Twelve months. So in that time, what has happened? Well, Brexit has happened. Oh, why did you start with that? <laughs> and Donald Trump is now president. It would have already happened because we did one in August, I think. So anyway, let's not start the podcast on a low. What great things have happened this year? You did your marathon thing, didn't you? I did. I did three three half marathons this year. You've made another oven. I'm in the process of making another wood fire pizza oven. And you've been cast as like a teacher in an extra film that's going to see you through. That's tripe. That's tripe. That's tripe. <laughs> that is tripe. There's a lot of tripe there. Anyway, so that's what's happened so far in the year. Um, that at the moment, we are in. We're in a graveyard. We're in a graveyard. Just like in the city, basically. Um, it's my new thing. I'm going to just go to graveyards, I think. I really love reading headstones I like reading the dates and I uh, just yeah. seeing the little the nice sweet memories that they leave on them so and I thought this would be a serene place for this podcast it's so it, at first sound it sounds like it could be a morbid thing or something a bit weird or peculiar but actually coming into the um, cemetery here it's for for London especially it's incredibly it's dead it's dead it's dead (laughs) (laughs) it's lovely actually it's really quiet it's really peaceful it's a a nice August day hazy Hazy. highs of about 23 in the city today so it's quite muggy being in the cemetery it's lovely because it's quite still I don't know if you can hear what we can hear I almost had birds then almost a bird we almost had a bird in London could believe that there's a bird over there smoking I'm going to join her in a minute What's she smoking? <laughs> Let's not get into that. Some of the old wacky backy. You're planning the next Frost Fest. That's coming up in a couple of weeks, isn't it? That's right. It's an annual event. Everybody is who's listening to this is welcome to come to Frost Fest. If you know where it is, you can come. And it is uh, once a year happens the first Saturday of September, where you will be treated to an amazing Spotify playlist, mm-hmm. some delicious wood fire pizza ovens. Pizza ovens? Just the one. Just the, many pizzas from that's the, the singular one. oven. I'm just so excited, I can't get my words out. These people out. are doing laps. This is the second time now. Now, do you think they are perhaps having a conversation about uh, something important and that's why they can't walk to where they need to go? Somewhere perhaps a little bit um, secret? Well, they're dressed quite differently. One's worker attire and the other one looks like a PE teacher extra. But she doesn't have the physique for a PE teacher extra, so it's confusing. Most PE teachers don't have the phys- physique to be a PE oh, They're like teacher. failed athletes. So they, oh, I got an injury when I was 17, so I can't train ever anymore. And well, I just eat pie. The sad thing is, they say, if you can't do it, hmm. you teach it. If you can't teach it, you become a PE teacher. I've had a lot of compliments about like my look recently that have been quite good. In what way? Is it because so, of your tan, I your hair? Like a, I saw a load of old friends the other day and they said, oh, um, most people put on weight when they get older and you've lost weight. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> Who said that? So my friend's Ashley and my friend Steve and then some other, someone else said, this gets, yeah, someone else said, oh, you look like you work out. But that comment gets said often now. That is very good. It's crazy. It's true though. And the guy today was like, oh, how did you do that ha- ha- a, like, handstand? Like, how, do, you, do you do yoga? I was like, yeah. Oh, 
Or maybe I'll go to yoga. So you should. Yeah. Do you, did you think maybe um, when we were in university and you were a bit bit chubbier that maybe in 10, 15 years time that you would be the way that you are now? Could you could you imagine yourself well, back then? I didn't really like being a porker, and I did lose a lot of weight in uni. Just for the record, by the third by the time <laughs> I finished university, I was quite slim. And I do I was remember the way I wanted to be, but when I started, man, village pizza was. I've got the I've got the pictures. Papa John's village pizza. Yeah. So yeah. Well, yeah. That was never the the look I was going for <laughs> no no but you did get a lot of work though didn't you as Ant's Ant body and double yeah yeah so the, the, like, I thought that today so every day someone would say to me oh you look like Ant from Ant and Dec yeah and then it was Russell Brand that had to be quite a regular and now people are saying at least once or twice a week oh yeah. you look like you work out that's good that's, that's good. great yeah, that oh you work good. out don't you yes how did you notice <laughs> <laughs> buns of steel but you don't get much work for uh, Ant anymore though no, he's he's fallen off the wagon. So maybe when I was in my first year uni days, yes, eating the Papa John's, that's the sort of look they're going for right now. Yeah, unfortunately, you haven't got that look. Who do you think you could go as now? Who do you think you look like? Do you remember Marco from Big Brother years ago, like one of the first or second I do, years? Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> I don't think there's much call for him at the minute. Look alike. Who do you look alike? I was told the other day that I look like uh, Johnny Depp on drugs. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, I can see that. And Charlie Sheen as well. And I used to be, when my hair was a bit longer, I was uh, told that I looked like Leonardo DiCaprio mm. quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and Matt Damon. <laughs> All handsome men. Yeah. So I've been told that, but I don't think I look... This guy like looks like Matt O'Malane. <laughs> That's a big crew. <laughs> well, you can't see us, can he? Neither. Neither know. Yeah, big shout out to Matt Mullane, fan so of the you show. you telling us about your techniques. Are you holding the mic in the right place? I think it's a bit high. Uh, well, actually, it should be head height, the okay. microphone. It should be head height, and it should be a uh, hand span away, so that's about eight inches. Yeah. Uh, usually, there should be a pop shield to avoid the plosives. Sure. So, for the listeners at home, uh, a plosive is... Don't do it. Just, don't do it. Uh, it's when the microphone pops. It's really annoying. When you, you say Peter Piper picked a pickle, pick a peppers, but do it in the microphone. I'm not the pheasant plucker, I'm the pheasant plucker's son. I'm only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. So there's all that sort of stuff as well, you know. So that's one of the techniques to use when you're, when you're uh, a voiceover artist. Another technique is when you're about to talk, so they say action or go, yeah. you take a breath, you wait a moment, and then you start speaking. Oh, sure. Center yourself, definitely. I did that in my driving test. When they were like, ready, they, they were going to do the emergency stop, and they let you know. And they're like, stop! And I stopped, put the handbrake on, did my have many points check, three, five, seven, nine, whatever it is. And then she was like, right, in your own time. And I sat there, took a deep breath. Yeah. And then I went, in my own time. Absolutely, like, really yeah. made her wait. I, so I guess that works in... Uh, wait. I think it was a guy. Yeah. It works, it works in um, a lot of fields, doesn't it? Just sort of take a breath. Just send yourself, yeah. get yourself ready for when you want to go. And the breathing is, that's key, man. Just Absolutely. that breath. Absolutely. Probably just one and then go yeah but uh, there's a practical use for it as well so the first one is you breathe in not starting your um, yeah. voice over this <gasps> welcome to well, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. You know. so everyone that moment of silence that second or two just gets everyone in the room just ready right it's, we're going to start yes, now ready and let's and here we begin yes. um, we're at the start because that's where we begin and at the end we will finish thanks very much good night and what I liked that you did just then was the way that you raised the tone to start with then you're in the middle and then you finish at the bottom I know too much you see for someone that doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> well, for someone that doesn't get any work I know, I know too much the show with the pressure and frosty it's what we do
It's well, I was watching night, um, ITV this morning. I think Jeremy Kyle's present in the breakfast show. And then, there was, and then there was some other geezer that looks like he's in his mid-40s, maybe 50s, maybe 60s. That looks like when you get to a certain level, you can just kind of stay there forever. About mid-30s to like mid-60s, no one really changes. Like, Brucey died the other week. Yeah. And he looked... He's always looked the same to me, hasn't he? If you, look, if you watch some of the older <laughs> videos, he looked a bit younger mm-hmm. back in the day but he's always just looked like an old entertainer he's always he? had an so old once you face. get to that look but I think then back in the day like when he was doing his shows people on telly seemed a bit older I watched yeah. some of the earliest episodes of like the generation game and stuff and the contestants were about 40, 45 whereas yes. now if it was a game show they'd be about I don't know you went on 15 to 1 didn't you what uh, did the, you week, go on? the weakest link yeah and how old yeah. were you then I was 25 I think see then. so yeah. that's what they're after I mean, you were the bottom like you were scraping the barrel yeah. like bottom end of it but <laughs> people on telly are younger aren't they I guess so but I think something like Bruce Forsyth he's always had an old uh, face I always, I'm, what I'm trying to say is like once we get to this stage where we just look the same then maybe that's when the work will like rush in and they'll be like oh yeah I see I see yeah? yeah well possibly you know I've been told my face has a lot to grow into it's a quite a young face still I've got a lot of growing yeah? in my face to do once you get to just being like you know local radio style mm-hmm. look sound and actual lifestyle that you just go to car boots and you just go to budgings all the time oh. that's actually what you do and you wash your car that's all you do then that, that that's generally your life for a while sounds... isn't it and then you fit into a lot of things itv is what you fit into that sounds terrible that sounds well, really bleak. I'm right. I'm looking forward to <laughs> so it. you want that yeah. do you you want to go to budgings and get a lasagna on a friday or something and microwave it and then just want to you know the, 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 when you're younger you want to sort of be different things and be alternative and be wacky or be into different types of music or be a thespian or whatnot but once you get to like 40 yeah you're just the same aren't you are you content with that do you think are they content? i just want to work on itv all right <laughs> You can do it, Dave. I'm trying to think what the guy's name was. Like, someone like that would do the Daz Doorstep Challenge. Stephen Mulhern. I don't know, yeah. Yeah, the guy who does catchphrase and he does uh, X Factor, the extra factor. That, you know. sort, of, that sort of person. Cheeky, chappy sort of. All right, exactly, hello. Yeah. yeah, hello. Oh, I like. Oh, your nan likes me, so does your mum, so do the kids. You I know. know. Yeah. Family entertainment, that's what I'm going for now. It's something I've hated all my life, and now that's what I'm aiming for. I guess there's a lot of money in that, isn't there? And a lot of security. Middle of the road, middle ground. Not funny enough, just a little bit cheeky. Not actually comedy, but just mildly amusing. Here at the show, we care about you. Which is why we strive to provide the best quality convo for all our listeners. The show with the pressure and frosty. I would love to have the voiceover job to say, what colour is a lettuce? Is it A, red, B, blue, or C, green? Call in. I'd like to do that job. Do you think the voiceover's alive? No. No? No, no, definitely not. Definitely not? Definitely Definitely not. not. Unless you're announcing the TV uh, programme that's coming up. Well, then that's, that's what I'm asking. I'm not talking about like on the ad breaks, but I'm talking about in between shows. Thanks very much. And uh, Simpsons Double oh, Bill yes, continues this yes. weekend on Sky. Yeah. Um, Homer gets himself into a nasty slip. More yes. after the break. Are they live or are they? Yeah, I'd say they're live. Yeah, yeah. That's quite, I'd, uh, I'd say they're well, live. Well, they're the only bit that's live then, because all the other shows, there's, no, there's not much live telly, is there, other than no. the news and sport. Yeah. And you, you know they're live, you can see them sat in front of you. But other than that, between the Simpsons double bill mm-hmm. on a Sunday on Channel 4, someone sat there, they're the only person there. Yeah, it's kind of odd thinking about it though, isn't it? Because you don't need a, a person live to say that. But they are there though, because before, I remember in the 80s, there used to be uh, on HTV, there used to be a live 
announcer where you could see the, the video of the person saying, and coming up next, sons and daughters or something. I remember the man, and he's a presenter. It's like being a video DJ, I guess, because they, they have to physically press the buttons to go as well. I'm sure they do. No, they don't. Don't they? No way. Well, they don't even, I bet job. they don't even watch the videos. They've just got a script. That's uh, the latest one by Calvin Harris and so-and-so. It's top the charts. Thanks very much. Get your calls and your texts and your tweets in. Right, what are we doing next? Plug the competition. Welcome back, guys. This is the competition to win yourself a holiday to the Costa del Sol. What is the correct colour of the lettuce? Red, blue or green? Hit your buttons now on the screen. Coming up after the break. What is it again? Oh, yeah, it's sons and daughters. <laughs> Now, I think that seems, uh, it seems to be going the way of, of the world, but it does seem very sort of cold, empty, know, yeah, and it's bleak. bleak, yeah. Because you get all these DJs, not, not saying that you are one of these DJs, but you get these DJs going, hello, my name's Billy Walcott or whatever, um, te- text me in, tell me what you're doing, tell me what you're doing. I've got nothing prepared, so tell me what you're doing. Oh, okay. Uh, Des Martin from Clitheroe, yeah. he's uh, baked a potato. Oh, lovely. Oh, yeah. Jenny <laughs> from down the road, she's putter washing out. Uh, and that's the show. I had on Five Live, and you probably won't agree because you don't, I'm, I'm sure you're not into this, but um, washing, that is. But this woman was like, <laughs> she was like, oh, you're supposed to put your washing on the line and leave it out overnight to make it even fresher. No. No, that's rubbish. I disagree. It would smell damp, I reckon. I know that you leave yours in the machine after it's washed for at least two to three hours just to settle. Get and my then money's you put worth. It out. Get yeah. my money's worth out of the wash, definitely. No, it, does, it doesn't work. If you leave it overnight, you get the dew. All the, all yeah, the I'd do. have thought the same. I'd have thought and the, the spiders same. get in there as well. I just like to get it out straight away. As soon as I hear it go tick tick, that's it on the on the rack. Absolutely. Although sometimes, if I've got a lot of washing to do, I've got about three or four loads. I'll put three or four loads, well, individually in the washing machine. I'll put them in the basket, and then once the basket is oh, full, then I'll put them on the line. Slob. It's it's efficient. It's Instead not of going efficient. Back and it's forth, like grubby. So then the first burst that finished like hours ago has been yeah. sat there. Only for like an hour and a half or two hours. You said four <laughs> loads. That's four hours ish. Yeah. Even on a quick load, mine takes forty minutes. The quickest you can do yeah. it. The thing is also you've got if you do it the way that you say, you've got some clothes that are dry on the line, and you've got other clothes that are still wet on the line. And how are you supposed to know when you do it? When you've got like a colour load, yeah. you put it on, you wash it, you put it out, and then when you've got a white load, put it on, you wash it, put it out. It's not as simple as that, though. Yeah, it's just, if you know. I don't know what you're doing in your day that you can't make time to do your washing. <laughs> not that it's every day anyway. Well, why so much builds up? Well, you know, when you live in, uh, live in the high-flying life of an actor, you don't know what's happening you, from day I, to day. I look at my stuff and I'm like, oh, I've got nearly enough for a white load. Yeah. I will wear more white stuff. I don't have enough white clothes. Now, see, see, exactly. The whites you have to build up to. Colours is fine. Yeah, white is... You have there's to build always, up the like, There's always coloured stuff that you can wear. The only problem with the whites that I have, and you're going to say again that this is disgusting, but I've always got like um, coffee stains or food oh. stains that I can't get out. So they've they've been relegated to bedroom wear. Yeah, that's fine. So it's like I'm not really in a rush to have that. Well, I buy a lot of like really cheap. I buy Primark stuff, so t-shirts for like yeah, a couple here. of quid, and then if they do get a coffee, I don't know if I'd be as bold as to bin them, but they'd get relegated to like painting t-shirt. And I've I never got a lot paint, of paint. So. I've got a lot of painting. Or like t-shirts. building a um, a wood fire pizza oven t-shirt. I do have a specific thing that I wear for that. I wear the same t-shirt and pair of trousers or shorts every single day when I'm doing it, and my little. Room rule is wear it clean on the first day and I don't wash it until I finish the project just so I feel like when I'm putting it on it's like oh 
I'm carrying on the project. I'm not starting afresh. It's a continuation. And I film it as well. So if you've not seen it, it's called DI Try and it's on YouTube. So if you just search DI Try on YouTube, you'll be able to see when I do it day by day, you'll see the clothes get muckier and dirtier as the videos progress. Just so you get a feel of the amount of work that's gone into it. What do you think about that? It's good. That's good. Well, that's a sensible. You don't want to keep putting clean clothes on to get dirty. And then it's a nice sense of like you've seen the, mm. the outfit develop with you. Absolutely. So that's what I do, you know. And I, I just like to, I like to, and then at the end, it's quite nice to go, I'm going to wash this now. And then it's clean. And when I start a new project, I can smell the conditioner on there. It's all fresh. It's all new. And so I'm all part of this one sort of process. To me, anyway, it feels like it's a more organic experience. The, 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 the pr pressure and frosty. I've actually done something with Facebook and Twitter now that means that I no longer follow any of my friends anymore. Oh, that's quite heartless. You yeah. just, it's all about you now. It, that's one way of looking at it, So yeah. what does your wall look like? Just you? Yeah, yeah. That's all you see is you. <laughs> yeah. No. You get updates <clears throat> from, like, you know, people voting Labour and stuff. Oh, no. None of that not. stuff. None of that okay, stuff. That's no. all mine's full of. Just... No. I mute all that. I mute it. I don't... Well, what do you see then? So what I, what I actually do is that what, if I wasn't an actor, I would... Um... You're not, though. You're a teacher. <laughs> if I wasn't an actor, I wouldn't have Facebook or Twitter. But... Oh, right. So I, I use... Honestly, I, I only use it now to follow filmmakers and directors and writers. Okay. And do you like their stuff? Some of the stuff I do like, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, I like it. You know, so I use it more as a professional network. So follow, oh, I see. So you've made Facebook into LinkedIn. In a way, yeah. I'm using it for what I want it for. So I've got a couple of um, groups. Like There's BAN, which is called the British Actors Network. And it's a group of actors that sort of recommend things and talk about the acting world and all that but sort of stuff. what if you made friends with them? I'd be friends then with them. Then you'd have to mute them. No, no, I, I would be friends with them. I, I... Ah, so you'll be, you'll, you'll be friends if there's something in it for you. Yes. But if it's just, oh, lol, then you're not up for it. I'm not up what for about lols. groups? What about if you, like, there's a group you get invited to an event and people are like having bants? What about Frostfest? So, that, that's a private event, isn't it? So what I use for that, that sort of thing, I'm glad you brought it up. What I use for that sort of thing, I use WhatsApp. Okay. So that's a more closed off thing where I'm talking to my friends and nobody else. And that's fine, you know? You post pictures of you doing your stupid runs all the time. Though. I know. Every weekend, you're like, yeah. wearing a medal or you're sweating or you're like, oh, there's, <clears throat> oh, here's me, I've completed this challenge. Or look at me in my vest. Or look at me three years ago dressed as Jack White again. <laughs> look at my video You've of me. You've been looking. Look at my video of me building a... Oh, another pizza oven. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was Time Hop. No, no, this is a new one. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, so uh, these are the things that I will post. I don't... I don't... I no longer post nonsense things so oh, your videos are nonsense they didn't you nonsense. dress as a gimp mask for a film recently yeah but that's acting okay. that was acting so not nonsense though it's not <laughs> there's a fine line between nonsense and art and uh, I ride that line very very closely no what I use it for is uh, what I post is stuff that I've created stuff that I've achieved and stuff that I think potential employers would like to see well you were going to be a handyman are you now no, that's something I've created. I want to show the world something I've created, so I will show them that. But I will not show them or share private friend moments. Okay, you eating dinner or you making a dinner. Exactly. You making, you've, I've seen you, your, your wife puts pictures of vegetables on, though. <laughs> you've been stalking me, haven't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that was the mammoth courgette, though. Oh, I see. Yeah. That's worthy, is it? That, that is pretty. If it's big veg vegetables. Big, it was bigger than a baby. It was bigger than him. And again, that's creating something, you know. But I didn't put that up. That's my wife. I bet you pushed her to it. No, I didn't. And I, and in fact, I don't even follow But wasn't Stacey. she holding it up 
and then you, someone took a picture. I took, so you, oh, you, oh, you're involved a, to, to that level. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so I took so it you're for You're behind her. the scenes now. Yes. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm more of a sinister figure, I guess. But um, I'm using it. I'm using it because it was using me before, I found. I found I was just looking at it, just going, oh, yeah, they did this. Meh, meh, meh. This is this. nonsense. It was nonsense. If I wanted to talk to somebody, you know, I'll talk to them. I'll WhatsApp them or do a, a direct message. And I just find the whole social media to be find that a bit of a nonsense because if you do want to speak to somebody you'll speak to them i actually did a poem about this i don't you, you saw it didn't you you have to get it out well i can't get it out now if you want it you can uh, find it on my facebook page you can be my friend oh, okay i will befriend you but i will immediately unfollow you so you can say what you want but i won't hear it and that's not personal it's not you it's not me it's simply geography that's a line from the poem <laughs> but you use social media quite a lot but again you're using it as a platform for your brand I get most of my news from social I don't really look on news sites I look on yeah I look on Twitter or Facebook or Insta to just see things but, ah yeah that's happening that's going on alright nice I don't go BBC News or the, I don't look on I The do. Guardian often I don't just go to the site now and again but I, all of mine comes through social everything does but and then I watch the BBC News on the telly and that's how I get my info and then a bit of the standard of the metro right right so the news that you get is it um, someone's found something on BBC website for example and sent a link probably and then you've seen it by yeah. that way oh stop these whales getting killed or whatever I will allow that I am, yeah, I am follow quite a few people as well because a lot of it just gets on your nerves because all it is is people bragging, isn't it? Yes. You only really go online to show off and say, oh, look at this good thing I've done. You don't go, oh, I'm having the worst day. Exactly. You just keep quiet if you are. And when you're having a bad day and everyone else is going, oh, look at me, look That's at this right. thing I've got, you're like, oh, I hate you, unfollow. Yeah, yeah. It's, not good for, it's not good for your mental health. No, it's a- not. Another line from the poem is um, you'll see a dialysis of status updates where you see the good bits and I hide the piss. Doesn't rhyme. <laughs> It's a half rhyme. It doesn't have to rhyme. All poems have to rhyme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just it needs to kind of bounce for me. It needs to... You need a rap. When the pressure gets too much, I cool down with Frosty. You know, I was looking at a load of songs on the weekend when I was playing them and just like just trying to look at the verses and like, oh, okay. And I was really singing along to stuff mm. like Amy Winehouse and even uh, Groovers in the Heart by D-Light. And just to see the makeup of the song. And I was really, yeah, I was getting into it that way. It was quite fun. You can sing louder and with more <laughs> passion if you're reading the words. confidence yeah. well, yeah. I, but then when you do karaoke, I find the opposite because you know these songs, but then when you see the lyrics on screen, that karaoke thing where it kind of like jumps yes. along a little bit. I don't find that's ever up to, I don't know, it just kind of puts me off a bit. It's not totally in sync to the music. Nah, you would know it if it was just the song if you had to do it at a karaoke very difficult i think then it, it gets i don't know there's something about that that makes it puts me off knowing the lyrics to something as well i think is comes natural to some people they can just pick it up but to others like for myself i can't pick up the lyrics naturally i usually um make them up yeah i make them up because then when you read them there's something else in it and you're like oh it's about that mm. oh oh it's not oh okay oh i got that bit wrong never yeah. mind but then that's kind of fun as well when you sing a song wrong for ages yeah. and then you read the right way and you're like oh i see uh, there was one song foster for the people yeah the lyrics to that are dark really yeah, it's dark about yeah. gun crime isn't it yeah it's about all the young kids with the pumped up kicks, you better run, baby run, faster than my gun. And then the next bit, faster than my bullet. Terrible, isn't it? He's going to shoot them. He's going to shoot them. I heard a Foster the People cover. Actually, a band we had on last week covered Foster the People. Well, it's when you like a song, you think about the lyrics. I liked it more because it was... Sinister. Sinister. And so you felt like a gangster. Before you just felt like it was a nice song and you could skip along merrily. And yeah. now you feel like you're yeah. in a Wycliffe Sean video. No, I do like the juxtaposition of that sort of sinister and happy sort of thing. Because I'm more of a music man. 
Oh, so you learn the music, you learn the notes, you learn yeah. to strum along or whatever. I'm not as good as in that, in that respect, what but are you I, can, learning, I can scat over Whis- it, you know. Scat? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. So, like, I can predict the song. If I like a song, I can predict where the music's going. I can feel it in my bones. And especially if there's, like, a solo, like, guitar solo, I can... I can... To, this, to the That's song. That's what you do? Yeah. That's scatting? Yes. In a way, it's scatting. Not like... It's not just, you know... Uh, it's not like wabi ba ba boo boo doo doo boo. It's not that's that's scatting. <laughs> You've been at home <laughs> on your own this summer for a little bit too long. <laughs> I do like to talk to the cats. No, wait a minute. Actually, all right, it's fine. How's the attic looking? Oh my god, it's important to clear the attic out once in a while. Everyone needs to clear the attic out. It, if I start talking about it though, it's going to be incredibly boring. Okay. Suffice yeah. to say, it took unfollow. <laughs> yeah, it took eight days. And took everything out. I just think you're faffing around too much. You don't have any time constraints, therefore you just faff and you That's read true. every little stupid I thing, did. and I then did. you just put things up like, oh, would this go here, would this go here? No, 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 yeah. put it back. Okay, fine. That's... And you just, if you've got, if you had a, like a restriction, God, we've got to do this by this day and yeah. this time, you'd have done it. But because you didn't, and that was your thing, you got mm-hmm. you embellished it, and then you just embraced it, and then you got depressed because you had so much, and then you probably rushed towards <laughs> the end and put a lot back that could have gone to the bin, <laughs> some other stuff. I oh, forget it now I do have a, I've got to get out of here and this is taking too long thus far oh we'll put it all back put it all back we'll put these little bits in the bin because then it will look like I've done something yeah. and oh look I found this little thing and Stacey was like oh thanks oh can that go back up there as well <laughs> that is incredible that is like a carbon copy of what happened in my mind that is true that's exactly what happened yeah everyone's done the shed at one stage or something like that yeah. you get everything out and you have these grand ambitions and then you start to put a few bits back and like, oh god that does have to go there that do- oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh okay I'll have the lawnmower out oh <laughs> And it's getting a bit late, and it's always a Sunday when you finish these things. Yeah. It's getting late on a Sunday, and it's like, ugh. Who's going to make the roast dinner? And that weird feeling on your hands when you've touched loads of dusty things or wood, your hands just feel a bit, they're like, they just yeah. have this strange feeling on them. It's, it's, I think it's in the attic, it's like fiberglass. Yeah, which is particularly like. Oh, so itchy. Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, and again, I was used, wearing the same clothes for that job, so I had fiberglass all over me for like eight days. Oh, man. Yeah, it's silly, but you know. It's done now, though, and. I sort of feel better for it, but, you know, you can't say to somebody, oh, look what I did this summer. What? You can't see it, so it's no good. You should start taking people up there next weekend for Frostfest, be like, look what I did this summer, and just let everyone, just pop their head up. If it's the attic, you don't have to go in, you can just put your head in and be like, oh, okay, cool, oh, all right, nice, all right, bye. Yeah, well, actually, it's so tidy now, you could put uh, an air mattress up and sleep two people well, I'll in have, I'll be there then. Well, can, yeah, I'll be there. You can be you can be in the attic if you want. You'll yeah. have the whole attic to yourself. Perfect. Great. There you go. You've got the attic. But do watch out for the fiberglass and spiders. Apart from that, it's fine. And the and the draft. Well, it's it's summer. I'm not worried about the draft. Hi. This is Davy Spider. You can see me down at the old chip factory between 12 and 3 every Friday night playing the toppest tunes, the sweetest sounds, the smelliest songs. Come on down and join me, if you're up for it. Do you know, um, I saw a false widow, a black widow, uh, in the garden a couple of days ago. And I was really? Doing what does that here. look like? It's, it's, in, it's incredibly black, it's shiny, the legs are sharp. Yeah. It's a bit smaller than normal spiders, but it looks evil. It looks evil. 
It doesn't look like a spider you've ever seen before. It looks like a small spider. I don't know if I'm black. I don't know if I'm scared here. It's sharp, black, shiny. But this particular one was quite bulbous in the back area. Do you think that's strange in that you saw it when there was an eclipse as well? Mm. I was in yoga yesterday and the teacher was like, oh, there's an eclipse today. It's first time in it's hundreds of years first time it's ever happened I That's was like wait a minute there was an eclipse in 99 in about August time yeah yeah in America though this is now forget America who cares that doesn't mean ever <laughs> just because it's happened there for the first time that's true so there was one here in 99 yeah and there was another one there wasn't a total one but there was quite a significant one maybe 7 years ago no okay. less than that actually it was about 4 years that's ago that's weird and there was a partial eclipse of the moon like in the last 28 days as well so we've had both of them blacking out and I don't know if you're into all that do you, does any of that mean anything to you do you feel different when there's a full moon does any of it matter to you at the moment when if I, if I can experience it and see it then I sort of appreciate the majesty of the universe and across how the course of the month do you feel like any different no, no never absolutely not oh, okay. absolutely not <laughs> the, I, and the only scientific thing I could think of would be the slight gravitational pull from the moon which then might affect the liquid in your brain perhaps <laughs> that is what about, about the it? rest of the liquid in your body what about your blood what about the, the water that you store what about your semen <laughs> no <laughs> no I don't think that's saliva what about that it's a lot of liquid we are a lot of liquid yeah but I don't think it would have it's it's insignificant the why does crime why does crime go up every single month on a full moon then why do the police know when it's a full moon people think and that's mm -hmm. true actually that's true they, they they do add more police numbers on a full moon yeah. people think that because it's a full moon it can be it tends to be brighter in the nights of course yeah this is yeah yeah so more people are out later or yeah. more people have a little bit more confidence well, this is caveman instincts because yeah. back when it was a full moon we'd stay out all night hunting and gathering and that's still within us I agree, I agree. We're not that far back from the cavemen times, we're really not. No, and we're getting towards September when the moon is going to be again closest to the Earth. Is it? Yeah, September and March when the axis is at its most tilted. Oh, right. Thus the moon is bigger and brighter or appears bigger and brighter. And we'll get more, we'll get more lunatics out as well. Yes. Because that's where the term comes from. Yeah. Some people think though it is the brain's imbalance with the chemicals and things with the gravity I tend to think of it more of a practical sort of it being a bit more light do you do you sort of subscribe to that yeah, sort of every stuff? month I, just, I know and it's going to be a full moon and I generally have a bit of I have like more energy in the week building up to a full moon and then the week after I'm quite flat and that happens most months if you wore a blindfold every night for like two months yeah. Would you be able to feel the moon? Well, the energy in the week before it isn't... I'm not even seeing it. It's what's happening anyway. It's happening every day or every night. The moon is becoming bigger and brighter. Yeah. And it's yeah. having more of a pull. And that's just happening. And it's giving me more energy. So without me even knowing. And then when the night of the full moon is, I'm quite aware. And I want to go a bit wilder. It's I so tend to just stay in and, like, you know, try and get up wank. in the night to look at it. Yeah, knock one out because it's lighter. <laughs> I can do it more times. Yeah, and, um, but, yeah, it's in the week before, usually. The week before and after is when I, when I feel it most. Okay, well, I mean, that's a positive thing, but it's nonsense, though, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, you know, it's up to you well, what you okay, think. if the police are wrong, then you can tell them. <laughs> it's a positive placebo effect, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Good, use it. You I, know. Mean, I do. It doesn't I do. matter if it's true or not. It's true to me. Yeah, exactly. And that's all it is. That's then, what reality is. Because you don't believe it, you're missing out. I know. I wish I did believe it. I wish I did believe it. And I, and I could get that positive energy. It'd be brilliant. Or she believes in a lot of things. Because you're not meant to do yoga on a full moon or on then a new moon. Because on a full moon, you're going to have more energy and maybe overexert yourself. Right. And on a new moon, you've got less energy. So you might injure yourself trying to push yourself to do what you could usually do able-bodied. So is this a, uh, a yoga-centric? Yeah, an Ashtanga. 
Oh, was that right? Yeah. And you do a special <sighs> practice and it's on moon day and it's like, yes, it's moon day and you do something different. What was weird was when the teacher put like this, he was like, okay, this is the ritual that you go through to kind of get your body centered, sit in a weird way, cross your legs so it's uncomfortable and mm. then put like this pipe thing up your nose oh. and basically sniff it out the Bloody other nostril. Said nose, right? <laughs> you sniff out the other nostril? Yeah, like this kind of rubber band thing and, that, <laughs> and then you use that to clean the back of your nose inside your head. What? And he was showing us this at the front of the class and it was like, oh my God, this is as scary as a full moon is ever gonna get that's crazy there are a few other things but that's what's stuck in my mind it was stuck in his mind for about five <laughs> minutes this is show pressure frosty this is show pressure frosty i think it's about time we wrap things up yeah it has been a pleasure sitting in in the park yeah um seeing all the interesting people around and experiencing the ambience of uh, the cemetery which is quite peaceful it's lovely summer in the city yeah, it's been really nice. And the squirrels I've enjoyed watching, just running about as well. They, they've got the right idea, haven't they? Just run about, get a bit of fruit, go up a tree, have a run, have a laugh. That's the way to do it. Repeat. Well, thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure. Who knows when next our podcast voices shall meet again. But I'm sure we'll have lots more to talk about and to share with you guys. So thanks for joining in. That was really awkwardly <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> Good night. Bye bye. Yeah. Goodbye, yo. Cheerio. We'll see you on the next show. Goodbye, yo. Cheerio. Don't be a stranger now, yo. Goodbye, yo. Cheerio. Like an Eskimo in Mexico. Goodbye, yo. Cheerio. Now let's all go to Tesco.